0: Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, Jonna, welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How are you?
1: Hey, day to you. I'm doing fantastic today. So excited to be here with you.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to speak with you. So my audience of Morning Upgraders know who they're listening to. Let's kick off with you telling everyone who you are what you do for a living, and then give us a win happening in your life right now.
1: Yes, I'm so excited. Uh, so my name is Jana Masik, and uh, a little bit about myself. is I am a mom of eight kiddos, okay? So as, as a busy mom of eight, I also run a business. My business is advancing globally. What I help people is to relocate from feeling stuck and unhappy and frustrated into internal land, a new land of empowerment, encouragement, and enthusiasm. And I do so by helping people strengthen their mental fitness. And that's really your capacity to meet life challenges on a positive note instead of feeling frustrated and upset.
0: Okay, good. I'm going to have a lot of questions on that. And eight kids, wow, that's impressive. I've got three and eight seems impossible. So <laughs> <good job. laughs> what about a win happening in your life right now? What's the biggest win that my comes to The biggest
1: win is I signed up three clients to my new group. I'm running group trainings for six weeks. So mm-hmm. reached out to some people I knew and the three of them have said yes. So I did a little happy dance this morning, and my kids said, "Okay, well, now that you've got the win, let's go get Chick Fil A." So I've got Chick Fil A for all of them for lunch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Those two wins—that's excellent. <laughs> my kids love Chick Fil A too. Uh, actually, we had—we got it yesterday for them. I never understood that place. I mean, uh, there's always lines. Like they're giving away gold bouillons or something. I don't understand. It's chicken. I don't—I don't get it. But obviously, they're very popular for a reason.
1: They, my kids, love it. So they get a treat once in time. Once upon a time.
0: Good. So what does your morning look like? How do you start off the day?
1: Yes, my morning are usually hectic because I I got a different range of ages to get ready for schools. And uh, what I find is important for me to integrate is a few moments to myself before I hit that crazy day start. Part of it is a prayer. As a Christian, I believe in fellowshipping with God, with my creator, my savior. So I would I would spend some time in just gratefulness, expressing thankfulness and happiness that I'm alive today. I'm happy being here on this earth. And then the second part of it is um, do a little mental exercises. And that's um, really centering and feeling your body, noticing what you're noticing in your body, you know, Keeping attention to your breath—it really helps you center your brain and give you that self-command or self-stamina, mental stamina that then can you can you can meet the life challenges that's going to come upon. And hey, there's a lot in the morning. There's always someone upset. Someone didn't want the breakfast that I've served, and they wanted something else or whatnot. I think it's important to have a routine, and um, you know, sometimes a simple routine helps and goes a long way.
0: What are the ranges of your kids?
1: So my oldest is 23. She's a special need adult and she stays with us and she's phenomenal gift. And then my my next oldest is going to be 15 in a, in a month. And then we have two years apart from now. So 12, 10, 8, 6, 4, and 10 months old. So There's an array of ages, array of temperaments. So we have four boys and four girls.
0: I like to ask about habits and you know, trying to pull from the routines of my guests, but I'm just wondering, I'm just thinking like eight kids, how do you, in terms of time management, how do you juggle it all? Like what, is there anything you do that's like a process, like a special process that you follow to manage all of that coming at you?
1: I would say is a process to give myself grace, to embrace that I'm a perfect human. And that I have great capacity, great wisdom at the same time, and I have flaws. So my process is really figuring out the inner game of how do I learn to be in the moment, be in the flow, be happy and uh, be present with my children in my family. And that I feel is giving also yourself a permission to pivot and adjust. You know, sometimes we set too much of a high, unreachable expectations for who we want to be, you know, professionally or uh, personally or as parents. And then we beat ourselves down for not meeting those expectations. So, you know, I'd say as a parent, as you're listening or as a professional, maybe aspiring parent, give yourself grace. Don't be so harsh on yourself. Give yourself some love. You're doing awesome. You're doing great.
0: Did it take you a while personally to get to that point where you can have grace with yourself? It (laughs) It took me a
1: while of self-beating. It took me a lot (laughs) of Um, uh, self-defeating, guilt, blame, and then a lot of unhappiness. And then seeing how this all spreads in my life and coming the person I really did not like the mom that I did not want to be, you know, running professionally, I've always in my corporate life been high achiever, got rewards, recognition, and then burned myself so hard. Then there was a hard stop where I just had to say, okay, something's wrong. But it's a lot of times we feel that it is external circumstances that's going to make us happy. It's externally, my my husband has to change and, you know, do this and that, or my children have to behave and be this way or that way to make me happy, or my, my job or my boss or my compensation. And all of these external things are good and important, but yet they're not the core for your happiness. Your happiness comes from within and you got to be intentional to start working on it. So, you can have the life that you love, and it comes from within,
0: and it sounds like you're in a much better space now. But obviously, like you said, we're all imperfect human beings. So you run into challenges, you have setbacks, slumps, yes. funks, whatever you want to call it. It's how do you personally how do you personally recover from that when you're in a slump or a funk?
1: Yeah, it's a work in progress, Ryan. And I feel as as you're listening, to tuning to this today, and you, uh, you know, maybe you had a setback, maybe you had, you know, a challenge and a big mistake. I'd say give yourself grace. Look at yourself, and something that have helped me to get a perspective, and I want to share a little story. So there's a little exercise uh, that you could do. Find a picture of yourself, a five year old or younger, and look. Intensely into that beautiful, innocent, amazing person, little little child, that who you were, you know, when you were younger. Just look at that person, look at that child, and see what are the feelings, the emotions that 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 picture, that face exudes. You know, for me, it was sassy, fun, joyful. You know, happy, exploring, and. Um, as, as you were looking at this picture, realize, just feel like you're hugging, you want to hug this little child. And this child is really you. And realize that all of these things, all of these emotions, all of this fun feelings, they're still in you because mm-hmm. that child is you. And love yourself and embrace yourself as that child. We all make mistakes and we as adults get too harsh, too hard on ourselves. I feel as parents, it's easy for us to relate to that because we love our children unconditionally, but they also have flaws and they drive us crazy sometimes. (laughs) So giving grace to yourself and finding that, balance of peace and harmony and feeling centered is so important for us then to extend that to our children and to those we love. Because if we are internally in turmoil, if we are internally criticizing and judging ourselves and beating ourselves down, I guarantee you're most likely going to come across harsh with the people you love. And it's, it's just not kind of legacy, I believe, you we, we can leave behind in our lives.
0: I love the exercise of looking at the picture of yourself when you're five years old. It reminds me of I'm reading a book by Robin Sharma right now called Everyday Hero Manifesto. And I'm gonna butcher it, but basically in some of the chapters, he just talks about how, you know, as a little kid, like you're saying, five years old or whatever age toddler, mm-hmm. you're full of life, you're full of curiosity, you're full of energy, you're full of zest. So, like you say, sassiness and but eventually life, whether it's through expectations or Hard things you've gone through, or whatever the case is, you just become, you lose all that, you know. And so, but it's like you said, it's still inside you. It just takes intentionality and focus to bring it back out. Yeah. break with yourself, like you said,
1: Ryan. We need to reignite that. We need to reignite to have more fun and joy in life. I think as adults, we take this adulthood thing is too seriously. You know, we rush too much. We try yeah. to, you know, do so many things, and you know, try to. Survive this. Sometimes, is you know, the hard, sometimes a lot of people are struggling right now. Put the food on the table. You know, it's tough, but we gotta have to wake up and remember there is joy in life. Let's find this joy. Let's reignite this joy, and let's create more fun in life. Put some joy stuff on your calendar. For me, I was challenged to say what are the five things that bring you joy, and are they on your calendar? And I had to mm. sit and think. To say, well, what really brings me joy besides just doing things that I feel I need to be doing for everybody as a mom, as a spouse, you know, as a business owner, it's it takes intentionality to undig that and to say, oh, maybe I want to go and just sit in the backyard and look at the squirrels jumping around on the tree and it will bring me some joy. And I did that. But put that in your calendar, whether you want it by yourself or do it with your loved ones or with your kids. Go do some joy this weekend. Make some joyful moments and memories. Yeah, I love that.
0: Put joy in your calendar. It's another great, another great takeaway. I want to hear your perspective on the meaning of life, but I, for, I want to go. I want to take a turn and go to business for a second because I have to ask you. You know, you run your own business, and you have obviously a very busy household with eight kids, and a lot of them are young. So, how do you do it in terms of time management for, my, for the entrepreneurs listening? How do you manage your schedule? How do you get your work done with all your other responsibilities? I want to pull some nuggets out of that.
1: I say be creative at one time. is important for you to find what's the rhythm of your current life, your season, and your household. Okay? Because... The written of having teenagers is a different written from having babies, right? So you may want to push yourself so hard, but I say learn how to move from push, 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 which is associated with a lot of negative. For me, it's anxiety, you know, frustration, guilt, not doing enough, Move from that state into a state of pulling and uplifting, you know, pull yourself from funk, uplift yourself, encourage yourself and say, maybe in this season where you are right now. And if you have a newborn or a tiny baby, maybe in this season where you are right now, business is important, but it is not the most important. And what is the most important for you to really take the best care of yourself Physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and take care and enjoy and savor these moments with your little child. And maybe the business needs to be there maintained, but not in the hyper mode growing it. And that's exactly what I did. So I feel it's really, for me, the advice would be to examine and audit and maybe help someone to audit if you've got, Challenges. Sometimes someone from outside can help you, you know, gain a different perspective. So audit where you are, your season, and then say, what are your priorities? Do you really need to have the priorities that you have in front of you? Are they truly the priorities in the season of your life? And then do your best to schedule things in that are, then also realize that you can move around and be flexible and uh, give yourself consistency. That you want in specific areas. And the most above all is discipline. And I say, as much as we want to apply discipline to growing our business, being present on building our brands online and, you know, finding clients, serving clients, it is very important. But at the same time, be disciplined to rejuvenate, to pour back into yourself, to take those joyful moments, to celebrate your wins. I love that you started this podcast with wins. Because we don't do that enough. And the more we do discipline in those areas of our lives, the more we will find ourselves in a flow mode instead of push mode, in a mode where you, we're pulling ourselves up. And as we're pulling ourselves up and we are growing and maturing in this way, in this balanced way or harmonious way, then we find that we can help others and we can pull more others, more more people around us up as well.
0: One of the key takeaways I'm pulling from that is it reminds me of one of the masterminds I'm part of, we were talking about work, work-life balance and is it really possible? And he was saying, he looks at it more as, and I think this kind of resonates with what you said, uh, it's not really work-life balance, it's more rebalance. So mm-hmm. like maybe your life is, your, your kids need more attention versus your business or vice versa. And it's rebalancing where your focus needs to go based on what's happening in your life. I think that's... Yes. I like that kind of mindset shift.
1: Yeah, so and I would add a little bit to that is to me, it was balancing is good and I think it's a good place to start. But then consider balances if you're walking on a tightrope and you have huge burdens in both of your hands and on your shoulders, how easy it is to balance. <laughs> to me, it's, it's tough work to balance. So when I heard this, Perspective on harmony. When you find yourself in harmony, then you learn that. Okay, a quick story: thermostat versus thermometer. Thermometer is measuring the temperature, and figure out that you have a thermometer within you, measuring where you are. Are you in a funk? Are you in this push, 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 go, go, go? Or you are in a pool and steadiness and um, harmony. So your thermometer is measuring where you are. But instead of having a thermometer for yourself, set up a thermostat. And the thermostat is going to be, you want to set, set thermostat on peace, joy, flow, connection. So set up the thermostat on those emotions that you want to experience. And then anytime it goes down, then you realize, oops, I need to reconfigure it. I need to get back to be in that state, to be experiencing those emotions. So the thermostat, your internal awareness can help you realize where you are and then find the ways to bring yourself back to where you want to be. And the best way to do that is through mental fitness, mindfulness, and doing some um, of recentering exercises.
0: I love the thermostat analogy. I've, I've, I think that's a really... Because uh, it works both ways too. If you you find that sometimes if you're doing too much and you're out of your comfort zone, sometimes you can self-sabotage without even noticing, without even recognizing it, bringing you back down to a temperature that's comfortable. So I'm, uh, I'm glad you mentioned that, Jana. So yeah. I've got one last question for you and then we're going to wrap up with you telling everyone how we can get in touch with you if you want to learn more. My last question is through through your lens, Okay and experiences thus far, what is the meaning of life?
1: I can give you the answer that is based on my faith. For me, the meaning of my life is to be connected with my creator, God, and and see that he wants to be one with me and express his love and light and grace and hope and faith as a channel on this earth, so that other people can see that there is much more and much bigger love and light in this dark world. So, for me, it's really manifesting what I believe God has created me for in this life to live the best to my ability, to do the best work I can do on this earth to play all these roles that I have and my responsibilities that I have, but much more importantly, realize that I am the citizen of a heavenly kingdom and I I have uh, eternity ahead of me. And I think that perspective of eternity gives us a different shift in a way we approach our day-to-day lives.
0: Thanks for sharing, Jonna. This was a great conversation. I appreciate everything you shared. I definitely learned a lot. And for those that want to reach out to you, where should we send them?
1: Absolutely. So, the best place to find me, where I'm the most active, is on LinkedIn. It's my first name and last name, Jana Masik. You can type it in a search, and I ask you to connect with me. Let's, you know, let's let's cheer each other on on this journey. And then you also can find me on my website. Um, it's my first name and last name, Jana Masik, J A N N A M A C I K dot com. There's going to be uh, a lot of development happening there in the next um, several weeks and months. So come check it out, subscribe to my newsletter and uh, I can't wait to chat with you, to converse with you, connect with you and support you in any way I can.
0: Thanks for your time. Thank you, Brian. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade podcast. Please subscribe and review and don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.